الله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين استفهم بعد قول بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم الحمد لله We are here in Brisbane, Australia. We are now 3.17 a.m. And we are here, blessed by Allah Subhanahu to be traveling in the company of our Shaykh, Hazir Shaykh Hafiz Al-Fakar Ahmed Nakshibandi Mujindani Dhamad Barakatum Al-Aliyah. First, then, for those of our listeners, have any friends or family acquaintances in Australia The next two cities in our tour are going to be Sydney and Melbourne. And you can find out about the schedule online on the website www.tasawwuf.org. Please do forward the information of the programs to all those you know in Australia and ask them to share it widely within their own circles. Alhamdulillah, it's been 20 years now. Given that in 2014, we became there and became students of our sheikh in 1994. And even after 20 years, we always learn something new, we learn something more. And indeed, this is one of the most incredible things of our mashaykh. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is al-hadi. He is always perpetually ever the being who gives hidayah, who gives guidance. And therefore, his asbabi hidayah, his means of giving guidance, His tools of giving guidance, his methods and mechanisms of guidance are always guiding humanity. Just like Allah SWT himself in his sifat, in his own attributes, al-hadi, those instruments of his hidayah, those agents of his guidance are always sources of guidance, always beacons of light for this ummah, indeed for all of humanity. We're here in the city that we are in currently, which is Brisbane. Just in the matter of three days, even probably less than 72 hours now, Alhamdulillah, our Sheikh has been able to ignite the hearts of hundreds upon hundreds with the flame of the nur of the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and enabled them by the hundreds to make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to connect their hearts to our line of Mashaikh and to make a pledge that they will live the rest of their lives according to the teachings of the Qur'an, Sunnah, and Sharia, seeking their tazkiyah, taqwa, their islah. Alhamdulillah, here we found a unique talab and thirst amongst the people, much, much more than we have found and seen in any other Western country that we have had the opportunity to be with our Shaykh, far more than the UK and even more than America. The people here have shown a deep love for the Olian Mashaykh and the open honesty about their need to change and to fix their hearts. Alhamdulillah, all of this is the karam and fazl of Allah SWT and our own shaykhs, his own humility, as he was mentioning to us last night, and he felt that all of this actually was the fez and nur and barakah, the spiritual light and grace of his own shaykh, 
Hazrat Khaja Ghulam Habib, and our Shaykh feels that he was just tasked by Allah Ta'ala to spend the nur and fares of his own Shaykh and Mashaykh into these lands of Australia. When we, many people here have asked the question of our Shaykh and generally to all of us who are traveling, and what exactly is the benefit of having a Shaykh? Why should I take a Shaykh? Why do I need a Shaykh? It was strange that they asked the question here, not in the normal way that people do in Iqtaraz, or that they're raising objections, or they have confusions, but they ask it here simply as a point of clarification, almost as if they're trying to understand that what was happening to their heart, why were they feeling this urge and this sudden need to have a sheikh? It was inexplicable to them, because sometimes when the heart is attracted and the steel is attracted to a magnet, and if a steel doesn't know what magnets are and what magnetism is, it gets surprised at what is this force that is attracting me so strongly towards it. So just like that, the hearts of these people were so strongly attracted to the heart of a sheikh that they were surprised by this attraction and they became curious and they wanted to inquire that what is this attraction? And this attraction actually is ultimately the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the seed of which Allah ta'ala has planted in every ruh, in the qalb, in the spiritual heart of each and every human being. And when almost you can imagine that if there is a seed that has been laid for years, untended, unnourished, not provided for, and then all of a sudden that seed hears the footsteps of the gardener on the soil above it, then the seed feels a yearning an attraction, it feels a thirst for the water the gardener pours on it, it feels a hunger for the nutrients the gardener feeds it, and this is what happens to the hearts of the believers when they were been untended and unnourished with taqwa and sunnah, so when the awliyaullah come within the range of their hearts, then their hearts start to thirst for that taqwa, start to thirst for that sunnah, their hearts come alive and start getting attracted to those mashayikh, so then that human being feels inside their conscience, inside their very fitra, inside their very spiritual nature, an attraction to the kulub of our awliya, and this is something that they don't understand, and they get surprised at, but actually this is actually the very idaya of Allah SWT, as Allah SWT said in Quran, مَن بَهُ that that person who has iman in Allah SWT, who believes in Allah SWT, Yahdi Allah SWT himself will directly send hidayah qalbuhu onto their spiritual heart by attracting their heart to the sources of khair, to the beacons of light, to the beacons of hidayah, by attracting their heart to the hearts of the Siddiqeen and Salihin, the hearts of the Oliyan Mashaykh. Then when the heart feels that initial attraction, those who are sincere, who are true in their iman, who were mukhlis, who really did want to please Allah Ta'ala, but they had led a life of neglect, a life of sin, they were absent-minded, they had lost their direction, but when this nur comes within their range, the nur of taqwa, and the nur of the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, that is in the kulub, and the hearts of these mashayikh, then these hearts now, they lose their control, they feel an uncontrollable urge, and a surge in their iman, and a desire to be connected to the rahmah and the mercy and the fuzzle and karam and generous grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, so we witnessed, even just in a short span of two, three days, hundreds upon hundreds pledging their love again for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
at the hands of our beloved Mashiach. This pledge, known as Bea, has tremendous benefits, and our Sheikh was explaining these tremendous benefits to many of the young men the previous night. In fact, our Sheikh also quoted a saying of our own Ustaz, Muhammad Ashraf Shadri, who was also Khalifa of Hazrat Ghulam Habib and he used to say that he felt that Bea, or entering into the pact of Tazkiyah, and pledging oneself again to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by connecting one's heart with the Mashaykh, this act of bear, it brings a person into aman, like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Quran about Kaaba, because it is a haram, it is a place of refuge and sanctuary. Man dakhalahu kana amina, but whomsoever enters it, enters in a state of aman, is protected, is safeguarded. So just like that, those who enter into this pledge and pact and commitment of bear, with our Gibare Oliya, with the real Mashaikh of this world, Kana Amina, they enter into a state of Aman and peace and tranquility. They enter into a relationship of being guided. And many don't understand, they think, oh, I can still listen to the talks of the Shaykh, or why can't I just benefit generally from the Shaykh? So actually, a person's heart is always going to be more affected and more moved when we have personal relationships and when we have student-teacher relationships, when we have patient-doctor relationships, when we have healer and the ones who need to be healed relationships. For example, if a person says that medical science says that fatty foods are bad, that is one level of feeling. And then if a person says medical science says that fatty foods are bad and my doctor told me to stay away from fatty foods, that has a more impact on them because they knew the knowledge before. It's not like they didn't know the knowledge. Hidayah of deen, the hidayat of deen, the guidance of deen are present in the Quran and Sunnah, but we have not been motivated to be guided by that guidance. Taking a sheikh is what provides us that motivation, that direction, that inspiration to become guided by the hidayah, just like that story that a person knew even before that medical science says, that we should stay away from fatty foods, but it was when their doctor told them that, and their doctor counseled them to stay away, and the doctor gave them a diet to keep, and the doctor monitored their health, and the doctor gave them a regimen of health and exercise. It was only when they had that personal attention of their own individual doctor that they were able to stay away from fatty foods, just like that. All of us know what sin is. What sin is is clearly outlined by Allah SWT in Quran al-Kareem and by Sayyidina Rasulullah in his Azim Sunnah. But we are not yet motivated and not been inspired to leave those sins before we become students of these awliya and in the Mashaikh. They give us these heart-rending bayanat. They give us these talks and lectures. They guide us to the majalis in which their heart can inspire our heart to leave sin. Their heart motivates our heart to adopt taqwa. Their heart endows our heart with the love for Allah SWT. So when we get that personalized, direct attention, then we become muhtadun. We become people who have been guided by the guidance, people who are rightly guided, people whose lives become according to the hidayat and the Quran and Sunnah. And what Shaykh was mentioning that this act of bayah itself, it is not farz, and it is not wajib. The act of bear itself is not fard, nor is it wajib. It is a sunnah, a sunnah practice, 
in the Sunnah legacy, in the Sunnah model of Sayyidina Rasulullah Wasallam, that when the Sahaba and Sahabiyat wanted to make this firm commitment to Tazkiyah and they wanted to pledge their hearts to leading a life that was empty and free of sin, Sayyidina Rasulullah didn't take bear from them that this Sunnah act has so much ta'thir, so much beneficial effect in it, so much transformational power in it, that even though it itself, the bear itself, is not part of rajib, but by doing this sunnah active bear, the faraiz and wajibat become alive again in our heart. They become present in our lives. Their reality becomes experienced by us. Their inner truth becomes unveiled in front of us by making the sunnah amal of bear. So this is why throughout Islamic history, first the Tabin, they gave their first bear to the Khulafai Rashidun, they pledged their hearts to Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, then all the Tabin next pledged their hearts to Sayyidina Umar, then they all pledged their hearts to Sayyidina Uthman, then they pledged their hearts to Sayyidina Ali, and then this Amal, Sunnah Amal, became diffused and widespread in the Ummah, and it continued from generation to generation, from Tabqa to Tabqa, all the way until the present time. So these are the barakat of becoming students of the Mashaikh and only Allah. Then our Shaykh mentioned that in our own tradition, our own tariqa, our sulfala aliyah, there's also the tariqa of Imam Baha'u'llin Naqshbandri, as the Naqshbandri tariqa. And one Shaykh was in Bukhara, and he asked the ulama of Bukhara, that what does it mean, Naqshband? That the Shaykh's name, great Wali of Allah subhanahu wa that this word Naqshband is attached to his name. And some of the historians, they claim that the reason he was given this name Naqshband was because he worked in textiles and textile printing and he would imprint fabric with stamps and those stamps and imprints were known as Naqush, the singular which is Naqsh, and Band means to imprint and to stamp the fabric with those different patterns. So the ulama of Bukhara, they said, no, this is actually the mistaken view of the historians because the view of the historians is always on cause and effect on what is material but actually he was named Naqshaband and known as Naqshaband for another reason and that was because if you clasp your forefinger, your index finger and your thumb of your right hand and that becomes then like a circle and if you invert your hand then the pinky becomes like an aleph and the ring finger and the middle finger become like two lambs and then the index finger and the thumb held together become like a ha, a round ha, and that's your in the Arabic language. So actually a person can make the nakash, a person can make the drawing of the word of Allah Ta'ala's blessed name, ismi azam, ism zat, ism jalala, Allah, with their fingers. And Imam Baha'u'llah, he used to make this nakash, this figure on the word Ism Azim Ism Allah with his hand and then he would place that hand on the palm, on the spiritual heart, on the breast of the men, and he would inspire their heart and ignite their heart with the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. He would do talqeen and he would say Allah, Allah, Allah and then the naqsh of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, the naqsh of Ism Azim, the naqsh of the name of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala would become bund, would become imprinted and inscribed in the hearts of these seekers. So hence he was known as Shah Bahaudin Naqshaban Rahimahullah Ta'ala. And this is the way our Messiah 
literally have continued till this day, and figuratively, every word of theirs, every speech of theirs, every adat, every habit, every mannerism, every sukun, every sukut, every silence of theirs, indeed, even every silence of theirs inspires the heart with the name of Allah SWT, fills the hearts with the love for Allah SWT, their very life and their life model and their pattern and their example and their legacy is all naqshaband. All of it imprints the love for Allah Ta'ala in our heart, imprints the zikr and the name of Allah Ta'ala in our heart. These are living, breathing naqshabandi awliya. And then Imam al-Bani, Mujadda al-Fiqan al-Imla was known as the Mujaddid, the renewer of the deen of Islam, the reviver of the deen of Islam for the entire second Islamic millennium, Al-Fisani, from the year 1000 Hijri, all the way up to if this world lasts until the year 2000 Hijri. So Mujaddidi is the same attribute that our Mashaikh have in their heart, both literally and figuratively, that their very being, their teachings, their examples, their methodologies of dhikr, and then their own lives and their own habits, all of these things bring about a deed or renewal and revival of deen in the hearts of the people around them. Indeed, they bring a deed in communities across this ummah. Indeed, their efforts and their lives bring about a deed or renewal and revival of deen of Islam in the entire ummah itself. So these are our Mashaikh. This is our caravan of shiuch, these awliyaullah, who are known as Naqshabandi Mujaddidi. Alhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa brought the faz and the nur and the light and the generous grace of this Naqshabandi Mujaddidi caravan to this continent of Australia, to these people who are so thirsty for it, who have been so honoring of it, who have been so thirsty for it, and who have been doing such a value and great honor to it. And it's a great shame that in many other places, in many other communities, people fail to benefit from our Mashaif, they have failed to honor our Mashaif. here all the Imams, Imma of the Masajid, the Ulama, even the older Imams, the younger Imams, the senior Imams, the junior Imams, and people from all different ethnicities and backgrounds and walks of life and professions, all in all, one-to-one, they came seeking the love for Allah SWT. They presented their hearts to be ignited by this Naqshabandi way to have the name of Allah SWT imprinted and inscribed on their heart. Alhamdulillah, this is the way that the Ummah should be, that we do qadr of our Mashaikh, that we value the awliyaullah when they come amongst us and when they travel amidst us. Alhamdulillah, when our Mashaikh lead these places, the people aren't left empty-handed. They're not left bereft. They're left with a packet of nur and then an instruction set with ma'mulat, awrad, wazaif, azkar, with a daily regimen of practices of dhikr, which if they practice now regularly and they listen to our talks of our Mashaikh online and they read the works and books and translations of our Mashaikh's words, and they keep inspiring themselves with, their te- with the teachings and lives of their shayukh, and then they practice the method of zikr taught by our Mashaikh, then they keep progressing day by day, step by step, drawing ever and ever near and closer to the mercy of Allah Ta'ala, 
to the Qurb and Muslims of Allah even if the Shaykh may no longer yet be amongst them, may no longer be present in them, but they ignite the hearts in such a way and they set the heart's direction in such a way that now the Mu'min is now on the path to becoming Muttaki, is now oriented to becoming Muttaki. So those Salikim then, those students of our Mashaikh who benefit are those who can continue with the dhikr, who adopt the dhikr, who practice the dhikr, who leave all of the sins in their life, who keep up that flame of love that our Mashaikh ignite in their heart, who keep up that thirst that the Mashaikh have put in their heart, and they remain thirsty for taqwa, they remain seeking in the sunnah, they remain the lovers of Allah Ta'ala, they start practicing the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala, and the more and more dhikr they make, the more love for Allah Ta'ala enters the heart, and the easier it becomes for them to follow deen, the easier it becomes for them to leave all of sin. And this is the core teaching of our Mashaikh, is to make true tawbah, to pledge our heart again to Allah subhanahu to leave our life of sin, and to pledge our heart in the love for Allah subhanahu to commit our heart to this path of love, this way of zikr, this tariqah, this wasila, this silsila, that brings us upon the Salat al-Mustaqeem, that makes us travel steadfast and fast and deep along the Salat al-Mustaqeem. Between these two things then, then spending time with our Mashaikh and then working and practicing on the teachings of the Mashaikh and practicing the dhikr that is taught by our Mashaikh, then these two things enable the person to do their tazkiyah. And this is what the name of this program is, tazkiyah, how to spiritually purify our heart and to connect our heart to the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this tazkiyah is a living tradition. It is not something that can be acquired just from texts, even the sacred texts and words of the Qur'an and the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallam. It's not the words and sentences alone, nor the books and libraries alone that will put these realities in our heart, but it is when we connect our heart with the real heart, with the true heart, with the living embodiment of the Qur'an and Sunnah, that our own heart will be able to adopt it, that our own heart will be able to live it. When our Shaykh was mentioning even his own personal stories of when he used to visit his Shaykh, and how he used to sit in the company of his Shaykh, and how much he used to love his Shaykh, and whenever he would have a few days of vacation, he would spend the time in the company of the Sheikh and on the way back even ulama when they would gaze upon him they would say it looks like this young man has drank from some fountain that he has come from some spring of marfa some fountain of nur and that he is so lost in what he has drunk and he is so absorbed in what he has gained and this is the way of the mu'mineen that they would keep doing kunu ma sadakin kunu ma sadakin they would do it every year of their life they would do it year upon year, year after year, and they lived their entire life in such a way that they kept meeting the awliya, kept meeting the Messiah, kept getting their hearts revived, and in their homes, they would make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the great tragedy that even many of the people who have adopted this path, who have taken this path, either they don't have the love for the shaykh that they're supposed to have in their heart, or they don't have the strength of zikr and the passion for taqwa and sunnah that they were supposed to have in their heart. So it is best than those who are listening tonight that we also make our niyyah of tawbah, that we also make this pledge, even if maybe 
at this moment we were not fortunate to be traveling with the sheikh, but we are beneficial. We, are, we can benefit by the teachings of our Messiah every day of our life, every night of our life. We should make a habit to listen to at least a few minutes of the recordings of our Messiah or to read a few pages of the books of our Messiah so that every day we get inspired, every day we get rejuvenated, every day we get recharged, and then every day with that inspiration, motivation, that we make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we make our muraqama, that we close our eyes and go deep into our heart and connect our heart to the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so even in any place a person is in the world, they can connect themselves to the teaching of Tazkiyah, they can connect their heart to the hearts of our Messiah, and they can adorn our hearts, we can adorn our hearts with the love for Allah SWT, that we make near on this night, that we make true Tawbah, that we want to leave all of our sins, and those of us who have been regular listeners of this program, who have been regular students of our Shaykh, or have been followers of the Shaykh for many years, we should make niyat on this night, but now we want to be the true and sincere followers, the firm and steadfast followers, the committed followers, that we want to adopt this way once and for all, we want to pledge our heart to Allah subhanahu wa we want to change our lives, we want to leave all the ghafla, all the foolish things that we do, all the wasteful things that we do, all the idle things that we do, we want to be people of purpose, people of irada, people of commitment, people who are steadfast, people of himma, people of strength, and we want to adopt this deen, and be adopted by this deen, we want to accept our tawbah on this night, وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين so before we end with dua we recite the kalimat of Tawbah all of those who are listening whenever they are listening make intention in our heart that we are making true Tawbah and repeat these words Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah Amanti billahi wa malaikatihi وَكُتُبِهِ وَرَسُلِهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَالشَّرِّهِ مِنَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَالْبَعْثِ بَعْدَ الْمَوْتِ آمَنْتُ بِاللَّهِ كَمَا هُوَ بِأَسْمَائِهِ وَالصِّفَاتِهِ وَكَبِلْتُ جميع أحكامه إقرار باللسان والتصديق بالقلب أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أستغفر الله ربي من كل ذنب وأتوب إليه برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين آمين سبحان الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد المبارك والسلام ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تكفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين رب اكفر وارحم أنت خير الراحمين يا لغير بكريم we weak sinning servants and slaves Yet we want to pledge our heart to you on this night. We want to pledge our life to you on this night. Yet in Bikini, we ask that you attach our hearts to Deen, connect our hearts to Deen, make us the true lovers of your Oliya, 
make us the true followers of your Uliyah, make us the friends of your friends, Ya Rabbi Kareem, in the nisbat of this friendship, make us your friends, Ya Allah, make us your lovers, Ya Allah, make us your beloved, Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, for so long we've been wandering astray, we've been thirsty, we've been alone, we've been neglectful, Ya Rabbi Kareem, we made Toba on this night, we want to fill our heart with your mercy, fill our heart with your love, we never want to be lost again, we never want to be idle again, we never want to be astray again, Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept us on this night, join us on this night, make us strong and steadfast on this night, Ya Rabbi Kareem, never leave us alone to our nerves. Never leave us alone to shaitan. You are al-Hadi, ya Allah. You are al-Kareem, ya Allah. Guide us, ya Allah. Protect us, ya Allah. Nurture us, ya Allah. Whenever we fall, pick us up, ya Allah. When we go astray, guide us aright, ya Allah. If ever we intend to make a sin, ya Rabbi Kareem, cross that intention. Guide us again. Remind us again. Forgive us again. Give us another chance, ya Rabbi Kareem. Another life, ya Rabbi Kareem. Ya Allah, accept our du'as. Accept our days and accept our nights in your ibadah. Accept our days and accept our nights in the khidmat of your deen, in the khidmat of this ummah. Let us fulfill all of your hukuk and the hukuk of ibad. Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahman, Ya Ya Rabbi Kareem. You accept the heartfelt du'as. Turn the hearts of all of the listeners and connect our hearts to you and accept our hearts to you. Rabbana takamal minna innaka anta sameen alim. وَتُوبُوا إِلَيْنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَلَى حَبِيبِهِ سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ بِرَحْمَتِكَ يَا أَرْحَمَ الرَّاحِمِينَ آمِينَ